Hello and welcome to the Christmas Eve edition of the LifeSpring Advent Calendar, and I'm Steve Webb, your host. Well, we're really close to Christmas now, and there are only two more doors to open. Today's the last Sunday of Advent, and I happen to know we have a special guest today, the Reverend Rosie Greer, formerly of the Los Angeles Rams, a member of the Fearsome Foursome, one of professional football's most feared defensive lines. So let's see what's behind the door with Rosie and James. Right, Steve, it's the fourth or last Sunday in Advent, and it's also Christmas Eve, so happy Christmas Eve, everybody. Now, Christmas Eve isn't always on the fourth Sunday of Advent, but it is this year. On our calendar today, we'll be finding out about the birth of a baby boy. No, not that one, it's not Jesus, but his slightly older cousin, John, who's also known as John the Baptist. So let's light four candles this week and find out more about John. The story of John's birth comes from the book of Luke in chapter 1 and says this. In the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife Elizabeth was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were upright in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commandments and regulations blamelessly. But they had no children because Elizabeth was barren and they were both well along in years. Once when Zechariah's division was on duty and he was serving as a priest before God, he was chosen by lot according to the custom of the priesthood to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And when the time for burning of incense came, all the assembled worshipers were praying outside. Then the angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to give him the name John. He will be a joy and delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from birth. Many of the people of Israel will he bring back to the Lord their God. And he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the heart of the fathers to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of righteousness, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah asked the angel, How can I be sure of this? I'm an old man, and my wife is well along in years. The angel answered, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their proper time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and wondering why he stayed so long in the temple. When he came out, he could not speak to them. 
they realized he had seen a vision in the temple. For he kept making signs to them, but remained unable to speak. When his time of service was completed, he returned home. And after this, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and for five months remained in seclusion. The Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days, he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea. When she entered Zachariah's home and greeted Elizabeth, when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that what the Lord has said to her will be accomplished. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their innermost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their throne, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hunger with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, even as he said to our fathers. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months, and then returned home. When it was time for Elizabeth to have her baby, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy, and they shared her joy. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to name him after his father Zechariah. But his mother spoke up and said, No, he is to be called John. And they said to her, There's no one among your relatives who has that name. Then they made signs to his father to find out what he would like to name the child. He asked for a writing tablet. To everyone's astonishment, he wrote, His name is John. Immediately his mouth was open and his tongue was loosed, and he began to speak praising God. The neighbors were all filled with awe, and throughout the hill country of Judea, people were talking about these things. Everyone who heard this wondered about it, asking, What then is this child going to be? For the Lord's hand was with him. His father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come and has redeemed his people. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he has said through his holy prophets of long ago. Salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to rescue us from the hand of our enemies and to enable us to serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him to give his people the knowledge of salvation 
through the forgiveness of their sins because of the tender mercy of God by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the path of peace. And the child grew and became strong in spirit and he lived in the desert until he appeared publicly to Israel. Wow, another amazing story that's part of Christmas. Angels, babies and people being struck dumb. Elizabeth was Mary's cousin and a descendant of the priest families of Israel and her father was also a temple priest. Zachariah was also a temple priest and he was both a very highly and kind man but he and Elizabeth came from a small village so he was thought of as a bit of a village hick by some of the other priests. Both Zachariah and Elizabeth would have been over 60 when this story took place and they didn't yet have any children. Not having children was a big problem for a priest because you needed to produce the next generation of priests. Zechariah was a normal priest, and this was the first time that he'd been randomly chosen for the important job of sprinkling incense on the altar. Only he, as the incense priest, would have been in that part of the temple. His role was to pour incense onto the golden altar and then bow in worship to God. He would then leave that part of the temple and say the final prayer of the service. Zechariah poured the incense on the altar, but before he could bow and leave, an angel appeared by the altar. And in all the history of the Jewish religion, this was the first time that an angel had appeared to someone in that holy part of the temple. So this was something very special indeed. That angel was Gabriel, the same one that had told Mary that she would give birth to Jesus. The name John means the Lord is gracious. And he was to be called this because God had been very kind to Elizabeth and Zechariah in giving them a child. Gabriel told Zechariah that John would be a very special man who would tell people about Jesus. Zechariah didn't really believe the angel and asked him to prove it, so Gabriel made him dumb until he believed what the angel had said. Elizabeth did indeed become pregnant, and she stayed in hiding for the first five months, because people probably wouldn't have believed that she could become pregnant, so she waited in hiding until it was absolutely undeniable. The words that Elizabeth spoke to Mary when they met showed that Elizabeth knew that Mary had a very important baby in her, and that her baby would also have something to do with Mary's baby. The words that Mary said in reply are known as the Magnificat and are a special thank you prayer to God. When Mary went home back to Nazareth, leaving Elizabeth and Zachariah, Elizabeth would have been about nine months pregnant, so Mary would have been about three months pregnant. Mary may have gone because she didn't want to get involved in the publicity of John's birth. So not long after she left, Elizabeth gave birth to John. Most people would have assumed that the new boy would be called Zachariah after his father, as that was the tradition but Elizabeth knew that he was to be called John. The family doubted this, so they asked the still dumb Zechariah what he should be called. As soon as he wrote down the word John, as the angel had said, he could speak again. The prayer that Zechariah then said was the same one that he should have completed the temple service with, but now Zechariah saw what the words really meant, and Christians believe that these words are about the coming of Jesus into the world, and that's what Christmas tomorrow is all about. So that's the story of one special baby. Do you think maybe you can figure out what we'll be talking about tomorrow on the LifeSpring Advent Calendar? 
<laughs> Make sure you listen to find out. Today's theme music was Brian Duncan and the Neo Soul Band with This Christmas. And the background music was Michael Silvestri. And special thanks go out to Rosie Greer. You can find out more about Rosie at rosiegreer.com. And of course, there'll be links to the music and Rosie's website at lifespringpodcast.com. Don't forget to listen tomorrow for the very special Christmas edition of the LifeSpring Advent Calendar. For James Cooper, I'm Steve Webb. The best and the brightest, served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery, Podshow and Limelight. 